Good afternoon. Thank you for tuning in to today's Marksman Profit. My name is Wilmar Navarro and I'm your host. So today's question, are you willing to suffer to get to know God? I just want you to really think about that question today. Are you willing to suffer to get to know God? Today's bullseye scriptures is Acts 14.22 and Philippians 3 and 10. Acts 14.22 says, where they strengthen the believers, they encourage them to continue in the faith, reminding them that they must suffer many hardships to enter the kingdom of God. Philippians 3.10 says, that I may know him and the power of his resurrection and the fellowship of his sufferings, being conformed to his death. I want to tell you today, if you want to get to know God, you're going to have to go through some hardship, some suffering. You're going to have to go through some painful things in order to get to know God. But the reward is to get to know him, get to know him in intimacy and get to know him and becoming one with him, knowing his heart, his mind and his counsel for others. So the Bible says in Philippians 3 and 10, it says that I may know him and the power of his resurrection. In order for you to know the power of his resurrection, that means you must die to yourself and you must die to what you know and the things that you may think you have figured it out. But see, you cannot have God figure it out because in the Bible, in the book of Isaiah says, his ways are not his ways and his thoughts are not our thoughts. And his ways and his thoughts are higher than the heavens on the earth. And we're here on earth. His ways are higher than ours. We must fellowship of his sufferings, things he's gone through, betrayal, suffering, um, persecution, uh, all these things Jesus went through uh, being in prison. Some of us are going to go through stuff like that, that we may get to know him. And I want to ask you a question today. Have you considered the cost? Have you considered the cost of getting to know God or being a disciple of Jesus or, or getting to know what God has called you to? Have you considered, have you thought about, have you really thought about what God has called you to, the purpose and the plan that God has for you in your life? I'm going to share a couple of scriptures here. Luke 14, 28 and 32. For which of you intending to build a tower does not sit down first and count the cost, whether he has enough to finish it? lest after he has laid the foundation and is not able to finish, all who see it will begin to mock him, saying, this man began to build and was not able to finish. Or what king going to make war against another king does not sit down first and consider whether he's able with 10,000 to meet him who comes against him with 20,000. Or else, while the other is still a great way off, he sends a delegation and asks conditions of peace. So likewise, Whoever of you does not forsake all that he has cannot be my disciple. I'm sharing this with you today because have you considered the cost of the things that you're going to go through in order for you to walk in the purpose and the plan of God or the call of God that he's put on your life? Have you considered what you're going to have to go through, what it might cost you financially? It might cost you some friendship. It might cause you um, some, some people not agreeing with you, some people not believing with you, some people not supporting you, you might have some haters some discriminators, you might have some people who who, who would uh, uh, expose you, come against you, expose your past life. Uh, have you considered the cost that, that you're going to go through some things that, and that you're going to have to have a spirit of perseverance to finish what God has called you to? And Because you have to have that because there's you cannot do the call of God without perseverance, without endurance. And the, the things that we go through, the sufferings that we go through, what they causes us to be is wise. It causes us to have perseverance, causes us to have strength 
character causes us to have boldness, causes us to have confidence because we we come to depend and rely on God like never before. Luke 14, 25 and 27 says, now great multitudes went with him, and he turned and said to them, If anyone comes to me and does not hate his father and his mother and wife and children and brothers and sisters, and yes, his own life also, he cannot be my disciple. And whoever does not bear his cross and come after me cannot be my disciple. I'm sharing this with you today because I'm not saying they're going to be hating your brother, your sister, your father, your mother, your, your children, and all this stuff, but I'm saying... Some of them are not going to agree with you. Some of them are not going to go where you're going. Are you willing to understand that God has called you? And what God has called you to, not everybody can go. I'm going to give you an illustration. Say if you're to be invited on a TV station or radio broadcast, not everybody can go on that interview. It's, a, it, it, it's pertaining your life. Not everybody can go where God has you because, see, when you have a crowd, a crowd can't fit everywhere. But it, when, it's, when it's a small group of people that God has designated to your life, you can only receive that which comes from the Lord, that small group is, is what that's able to go with you. Not everybody can go with you because some people are going to get in the way. I think about Peter. Jesus wanted to go to the cross and Peter said, he said, you're not going to the cross. And Jesus said, get behind me, Satan, because you think on the things of man more than the things of God. See, the people that God has designated into your life is people are going to support you. It's people are not going to come against your vision. They're going to support you. They're going to help you. They're going to share wisdom. They're going to share counsel. They're going to share direction, instruction. They might tell you to wait on some things. You got to listen to the voice of God through other people. Not You do not know it all, people of God. You do not know it all, uh, whoever's listening to me. Boy, man, women, child, uh, mother, father, daughter, whoever you are who's listening to, listening to me today. You don't know it all and, and you need other people. You need help and you can't do it on your own. So I want to encourage you today. Have you considered the cost of your call, of your assignment? Are you willing to go where Jesus tells you to go? This is another question I ask you today. In Luke 9, 57 and 62 says, Now it happened as they journeyed on the road that someone said to him, Lord, I will follow you wherever you go. And Jesus said to him, Foxes have holes and birds of the air have nests, but the Son of Man has nowhere to lay his head. Then he said to another, Follow me. But he said, Lord, let me first go and bury my father. Jesus said to him, let the dead bury their own dead. But you go and preach the kingdom of God. And another said, Lord, I will follow you. But let me first go and bid them farewell who are at my house. But Jesus said to him, no one having put his hand to the plow and looking back is fit for the kingdom of God. I'm going to break this down right now. Are you willing to go where Jesus tells you to go? Are you willing to go and preach to the person next to you, your neighbor? Are you willing to go to the ends of the world? to preach the gospel or to share your testimony or to do what God has called you to do? Are you willing to go into the prisons? Are you willing to go into uh, places where there's terrorism? Are you willing to go in the middle of a war field? Are you willing to go where the Lord's telling you to go and you have to understand that when God calls you to do something, you have to agree because see, can two walk together unless they be agreed? And when you're in agreement with God, there's something more powerful than being in agreement with God. The Bible says two or three touch on anything, it will be established. But, you know, and there's, there's, there's confirmation with two or three, right, people. There's, there's confirmation. But when you agree with God, that's the greater number. And when you agree with God, you're walking in line and in sync and in step with God and you're doing what he's called you to do. So what did Jesus say to him? Foxes have holes and birds of the air have nests, but the Son of Man has nowhere to lay his head. Why? Because Jesus was so busy going from town to town, ministering, moving in compassion to pray for the sick and to, to cast out devils and to preach the gospel and to expand the kingdom. And Jesus said to him, then let the dead bury their own dead, but you go and preach the kingdom. See, God wants me to tell you, 
Are you willing to go in your car? Are you willing to walk? Are you willing to take a bus? Are you willing to go on a horse? Are you willing to get on a boat? Are you willing to go where God tells you to go because he told you to go? No matter what anybody tells you. This walk is a walk of faith and you walk by faith and not by sight. You got to trust what God has called you to in this time, in this season. And I hope this blesses you today to this another question I'm asking you today. Do you know that once you have a call of God in your life, you have a call of God in life, whatever it is, you will be a missionary. And a missionary is one who depends on God, but God uses other people to help you out. Are you willing to trust God for every one of your needs? Like um, Philippians 4 and 19 says, my God shall supply all my needs according to his riches and glory. In Matthew 10, 6 through 10, listen to this. But go rather to the lost sheep of the house of Israel. And as you go, preach saying the kingdom of heaven is at hand. Heal the sick, cleanse the lepers, raise the dead, cast out demons. Freely you have received, freely give. Provide neither gold nor silver nor copper in your money belt nor bag for your journey, nor two tunics, nor sandals, nor staffs for workers worthy of his food. My journey has been that. Ever since I came to Florida, I've lived in churches, I lived in cars, I lived in vans. By the, the grace of God, I, I, I've been able to survive and thrive. But God put me through a process because he was showing me that this is what's coming for the body of Christ. They're going to be missionaries. Uh, people in the body of Christ are willing to be missionaries, letting go of every materialistic thing, letting go of what is familiar to you, letting go of what you know that that, that you're, you're so attached to, your home and your possessions. Are you willing to go where God tells you to go and God's going to provide every one of your needs? When I came to Florida all I had was a bag I had like two pair of jeans and like three shirts and that's all I came to Florida with and, and and God multiplied everything God provided for me a place to stay God provided food and everything why am I saying this to you, to you today because you must be able to know you're going to be a missionary in the call of God you're going to have to go where you don't want to go and you're going to be in places and you're going to be in situations where you have to gonna have to sleep on the floor which I did by the grace of God I slept on the floor I slept on cold floor I slept on floor that was that was being renovated I, I i i slept in conditions and i and i did things that what god was taking me to a place where he wanted me to know my son i'm gonna take care of you but you're gonna go through some suffering that you may get to know how good i am not only that how good i am but how much i love you and how i i promise this because when i came to florida the first day i stayed in a mcdonald's and, and i was disobedient and god brought me to the word in in the scripture in the book of Judges and the Lord convicted me and he said to me I will never leave you without a roof over your head and God kept his promise I stayed in churches I stayed in, uh, in cars I stayed in vans and, and God provided always a place for me to stay God provided for me to place to stay in, in houses and, and God opened doors with, with widows and God always provided people of God I want to encourage you if God's called you to be a missionary because many of us in the future will be missionaries I come to as a prophet of God I come to release a word in the future we're going to be missionaries. And, and then the next topic I'm going to talk about in a moment. But we're going to be missionaries. And we're going to be depending on God and not on the government. We're not going to be depending on mammon. We're not going to be depending on money. We're going to be depending on God for every one of our needs. Because we are. this is a walk of faith. And the just shall live by faith. And we walk by faith and not by sight. Without faith is it impossible to please God. You must know that God has called you for such a time as this. I want to tell you something else, man. And woman. And child. And, and whoever is listening to me. Whatever is put before you. You must eat it. Luke 10, 8 says, Whatever city you enter and they receive you, eat such things that are set before you. 
You know, here in America, we're so picky about what we eat. And, oh, I don't want to eat this. I don't want to eat this. Uh, but but when you're a missionary, you have to eat what's given to you because God's providing for you. But you're being ungrateful because you want it a certain way. You got to understand that you got to die to yourself. You got to die to your desire. Like in the Bible says in the book of Galatians 2 and 20, with Christ, I am crucified. It's no longer I who live, but Christ who lives in me. And the life that I live in the flesh, now I live in faith in the Son of God who loved me and died for me. You must eat what is set before you. And if even if it's an unbeliever, I was reading that scripture earlier you can pray for it the bible says eat what they're given to you but if it's food sacrificed to idols do not eat it for the conscience sake so you don't cause them to, to stumble and you also if you bless anything that you eat it will be blessed god will bless it god will protect it as you cover it under the blood of jesus covered under the name of jesus the lord will remove anything that's not of the lord in the name of jesus so i just want to encourage you today my last question and I want you to know, so first I said to you, you will be a missionary. Second, I want to tell you, you're going to be a martyr. You're going to go through some persecutions. Matthew 10, 16 and 21. Persecutions are coming. Behold, I send you out as sheep in the midst of wolves. Therefore, be wise as a serpent and harmless as doves. Be, be aware of men, for they will deliver you up to councils and scourges you in their synagogues. You will be brought before governors and kings for my sake as a testimony to them and to the Gentiles. But when they deliver you up, do not worry about how or what you would, should speak, for it will be given to you in that hour what you should speak, for it is not you who speak, but the Spirit of your Father who speaks in you. Now brother will deliver a brother to death, and father his, his child and children will rise up against parents and cause them to be put to death. You will be hated by all for my name's sake, but he who endures to the end will be saved. There's a lot of context in the scripture, but I want to share with you, first and foremost, you are sheep in the midst of wolves. That means you are going to die for the cause of the gospel. Now everybody is going to die for the cause of the gospel. What's coming in the future is there's going to be martyr. Are you willing to die for Jesus? Are you willing to die for the cause of the gospel? Are you willing to die for, the, for what God has called you to? So you got to lay down your life for, for one another. You got to be, you, get, you can't be greedy. You can't be selfish. You must give. It's more delight in giving than in receiving. It says, be, but say, I send you out as sheep in the midst of wolves. Therefore, be wise as serpent and harmless as doves. See, you're gonna be people are gonna bring you before governors and kings and, and and all this stuff. They're gonna bring you, but God's gonna tell you what to say. The spirit of God, the spirit of truth will show you things that are to come and it will bring things into remembrance and it'll tell you what to say. Well, God will give you wisdom that cannot be contradicted contradicted and cannot is irrefutable, and nobody can resist. The Bible, that's what Jesus had. That wisdom, it cannot be resisted. But it says you're gonna be hated by all. And last question I ask you, ending this today. Will you lay down your life for another? John 15 and 13. Greater love has no one than this than to lay down one's life for his friends. In Revelation 12 and 11, and they overcame him by the blood of the lamb and the word of the testimony. And they did not love their lives even unto death. So I want to share this today. I want to say this to you all. Listen, are you willing to suffer for the call of God? Are you willing to suffer that you may get to know God? I'm going to tell you now, personally, I've had to suffer to get to know God. I had to go through times of loneliness, times of crying and weeping and sometimes travailing and not knowing why I'm travailing. I was like Jeremiah, the weeping prophet, crying out for the nation of Israel and crying out for the people of God to repent, to turn back to the ways of God, to turn back to the purpose of God. Even Jesus, he would depart from the disciples and he would spend time with God privately. Are you willing to suffer to get to know him? 
Are you willing to go through persecution? Well, I've gone through persecution. People have called me false prophet. People have come against me. People have tried to come against my testimony. But the Bible says, blessed are you when you're called all type of names, say for mine, say for great is your reward in heaven. You're blessed when they come against you. And the Bible says in, in, the, in Genesis chapter 12 uh, concerning Abraham, I will bless those who bless you and I will curse those who curse you. In the book of Numbers, it says no witchcraft, no divination could come against Jacob. And we are children of God. We're children of the promise of Abraham. We're children of the promise. And we can't forget that, that no weapon formed or fashion against us shall prosper. And every tongue that rises up against the judgment, you shall condemn. For this is the inheritance of the service of the Lord. And this is the vindication of the Lord. The Bible says you shall not touch my anointed one and do my prophets no harm. So I'm going to share this with you because you're going to be persecuted. You're going to go, people are going to hate you. People are going to be jealous of you. People are going to be envious of you. And, and, and it's not just people, but a spirit behind the people. It's a spirit that enter people's hearts due to an offense. It's a spirit that enter people's hearts due to bitterness and, and jealousy and envy and pride and arrogance and, and covetousness that enter their hearts. And the Bible says that Satan entered the heart of Judas when he was going to betray Jesus. And Jesus said to him, whatever you're going to do, do it now. Do it quickly. Why? Because Jesus had to fulfill scripture. It, it, it just amazes me because Jesus loved his disciples even though he knew he was going to be betrayed. Do you know you're going to go through some betrayal? Do you know it's going to be some people who, who they say they're in it with you, they're in it with you to the end? And, and look, who remained with Jesus at the end? It was John. John stood with Jesus, John the beloved. The one who didn't say much, but he had, he had an intimacy with God. He had a privacy with God. Where the Lord would show him, um, you know, in, um, in the Mount of Transfiguration, the Lord showed him himself and he revealed himself. It was John, the faithful one, John, the beloved disciple that loved Jesus, the one who rested in the bosom of Jesus. John uh, remained. John was the faithful one. Judas betrayed Jesus. Peter denied Jesus. But Peter was restored afterwards. Jesus restored him. But I'm, I'm, willing to t I'm telling you today, are you willing suffer see the walk of the lord is 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 not an easy walk but it's a walk that's worth it it's an it's a narrow road it's it's not a broad road it's a narrow road and few are those that enter into the narrow road many are called but few are chosen the harvest is plentiful but the labors are few pray for the lord of harvest that he may send his laborers you're gonna go through people making up lies about you. There's lies made about me. There's people who speak bad about me. Because many people desire what God has given to you. I want to encourage you somebody today. Many people desire who you are and what God has given to you. The skill sets, the gifts, and the talents. Because they don't know who they are in God. And they're not satisfied with what God has given, them, given to them. They're like, uh, they're like Cain was jealous of Abel for the offering that he offered up to God. And they're jealous of your gift and your skill set and who you are and your favor and your blessing. But they don't understand that God is the one who gave you all this favor, this blessing, these open doors, this provision, this protection. It's God who does it. It's not man who does it. It's God who promotes one. It's God who raises up one and brings down another. This, this, so I'm sharing this with you today because they don't know who they are. They're insecure. They've gone through a spirit of rejection. They've gone, they've gone through uh, hurt and pain. 
And, and because they never dealt with that pain and that wound. Because the Bible says God is close to the brokenhearted, but they never drew near to God. They departed from God. Their heart became callous because they believed God for something and it did not happen. And, the, and, and belief entered their heart and bitterness entered their heart. And they started coming against the plan and the purpose of God. Today I was reading about how the plan of God must continue in my devotional. And how Gamaliel was telling the the the... the the leaders not to come against God because some people come against something and they say it's not God and like oh you're not doing God's will you're doing your own will but in reality you're doing God's will and they're coming against you they don't even know that they're coming against God see when people reject you they're not rejecting you they're rejecting the one who sent you see it's the Lord who sent you with power and authority to heal the sick cast out devils, raise the dead, cleanse the leper. It's the Lord who sent you to preach the gospel to the poor, the kingdom of God to the poor. It's the Lord who has anointed you. It's the Lord who ordained you. It's the Lord who called you. It's the Lord who gave you skill. The Lord who gave you gifts. The Lord who gave you talents. The Lord Lord who opens doors for you. It's the Lord. It's God Almighty who called you. Suffering. God is a jealous God. That's another reason you will suffer. He's a jealous God, and 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 God had had me get away from some people, some certain relationships, some friendships, because they were a distraction. They were not an assignment. They were a distraction. Be careful those who are a distraction and not an assignment, because they're not actually an assignment. They're an assassin. They're after your dream. I'm telling you right now by the Spirit of God. Joseph shared his dreams with his brothers and his brothers were jealous of him. His brothers were jealous of him and the call of God on his life and what he shared. And then they what? They threw him in a pit. They left him for dead. There are dream killers who are trying to come after your dreams. They're waiting for you to fail. They're waiting for you to fail the things you shared, the prophecies you shared, the visions you had, and, and the encounters you had, and the vision you had of your of your business, of your ministry, of, of, of your music uh, uh, call, of, of, of painting and drawing and rapping and singing, all these things you shared. They don't believe in you. They, they say they support you, but they're not really there for you because they're jealous of you and they're envious of you. So be careful who you're sharing your dreams and your thoughts and your visions and your plans and your purposes. Share with those few who are faithful, those who love you because a brother is made for adversity. You want to know somebody loves you? You want to know if somebody's your friend? A friend is not only there in your good times. A friend is there in your bad times and your worst of times. A friend is there when you're suffering. There's no greater love than for man to lay down his life for his friend. If I see a brother suffering, I go and I pick him up. The Bible says, you who are strong, restore your brother in humility, lest you fall into the temptation that they, or the sin that they are going through. So you have to be wise how you do things. See, God is a God of restoration. God is a God of reconciliation. God is a God of transformation. And God is a God of redemption. In this hour, God is redeeming the time suffering i've had to let go of some friendships and relationships in this walk in the lord because at the end of the day what matters is the will of god are you obedient to god see it's obedience god delights in obedience more than sacrifice and if you're obedient you eat the fruit of the land you eat the good of the land see his mercy and his goodness chases you all the days of your life and god is preparing a table in the presence of your enemies. I don't know why the Lord, the Spirit of God, is leading me to say this on this uh, podcast today. But I want to tell you today 
You're going to go through some sufferings. Not everybody's going where you're going. But know that you're going to make it to your destination. Know that you're going to walk in the purpose and the plan of God for your life. Know that God has not forgotten about you. That the good work he started in you, who completed to the time of Christ Jesus. And God has not abandoned the work that he started in you. And, and God will perfect that which concerns your life, the call, and the purpose of God. Know that your times are, that are, your times are in God's hands. Know that you can trust God with your plans. Because God's plans are greater than your plans. That the plans he has for you are not to harm you, but to bless you, to give you an expected end and hope. Know that God is sovereign and that God is in control. That he has no rival, he has no equal. And if he said he's going to do something, and if he promised he was going to do something, he's not a man to lie to you, son of man to repent. I want to encourage you today on this day. Are you willing to suffer to get to know God? See, when you suffer for the cause of Christ, great is your reward in heaven. Yes, you get, might get some blessings on earth. Yes, God might show you some great things and reveal some great things to you. But your reward is in heaven. Your accolades are in heaven. So I want to encourage you today. Suffer for the cause of Christ. And blessed are you when you suffer for the cause of Christ. Blessed are you. The Bible says you silence the mouth of foolish men by being obedient to God. There's people who are going to try to come against your name. But know that a good name is better than silver and gold. And favor is, is better than rubies. See, reputation is important integrity the bible says those who walk in integrity walk securely and those who walk in integrity integrity will guide you it's integrity it's integrity before god integrity before men and women that that the lord is calling many of us to integrity because god sees us god sees us when we're suffering god sees us when we're when we're lying about suffering stop crying wolf if you're not really going through anything if you're just crying out for attention I just wanted to share this today. I love you all, and, and I hope this podcast bless you today. Are you willing to suffer to get to know God? This is The Marksman Prophet with your host, Wilmar Navarro. Until next time, bye-bye.